0: This is Autism Points of View by Autism Speaks. I'm Felipe Maya. In this episode, we'll be talking about voting. According to Rutgers University, in 2020, over 35 million eligible voters will be people with disabilities. That figure jumps to over 62 million eligible voters when you count family members in the same household. But unfortunately, the turnout rate for voters with disabilities is lower than that of people without disabilities. Polling places can present a number of hurdles to getting their vote cast. For autistic voters, long lines and wait times can be a hurdle. The many sounds at a polling place can be a hurdle. Fluorescent lights, since many polling places are in government buildings or schools, can be a hurdle. And so many more. Early voting or voting by mail can be alternatives to the craziness of Election Day. But knowing your rights as a voter with a disability is crucial. I recently experienced this. This year, I'm proud to say, was the first time that my sister voted. My sister has a disability and is in her 30s, but she had never voted before because my family didn't know her rights. I recently moved close to her after being away for many years. And upon learning that she had never voted, I immediately had my brother register her. The reason my sister had never voted until this year is simply because my family didn't know she could. My sister has an intellectual disability, so she only reads some words, much less a ballot. But she understands everything, and so much more than people think. So my sister and I were determined to change this trend. We went to vote early, together. While we were in line, I explained how she would have to show her ID, confirm her address, and write her name so she was ready. But she seemed more ready than I was. I had never helped someone vote before, and I had never seen someone be helped to vote. The Voting Rights Act of 1965 requires election officials to allow a voter with a disability to vote with the help of a caregiver or person of their choosing. Even though I knew her right to receive help, I was the one who was nervous. Nervous that they might try to not allow me to help her So I armed myself with bullet points like the one I just mentioned, along with some from the Americans with Disabilities Act of 1990. When it was our turn at the sign-up desk, I had to stop myself from doing things for her. Like when the poll worker asked her to flip over her ID. I anxiously stretched out my hand to do it for her, then realized her hand was already outstretched to do it herself. I was there to help her, but I realized this had to be her experience. It was important. So after that, I was hands-off and I only gave help when she asked for it, like in the voting booth when she asked where to tap to proceed to the next page. In the end, I proudly captured my sister's first I-voted sticker photo. When I looked at the photo, I could tell her smile in it was a prideful one, not the usual cheese smile she puts on for most photos. As I looked at the image, I kept thinking how many times over the years she had been to a polling place with my mom waited in line, stayed by her side while my mom signed her form, got her ballot, and then my sister had to stand aside or go sit down somewhere and wait for my mom to finish in the voting booth. This time, it was her turn. I posted her I voted sticker photo to my social media because she doesn't have any, and I shared info on voting rights for people with disabilities. The conversations that I had after that were quite astounding. I talked with several parents of people with disabilities and many had no idea they could help their child vote. So whether you're an autistic person, parent, caregiver, or family member, I encourage you to visit ADA.gov and learn more about your voting rights, like taking your service animal to vote, or if you don't have anyone to come with you to help, a poll worker can help you, or how you can write down your ballot decisions on a piece of paper and bring it with you. Just vote. Now that you've heard my story, I want you to hear a few more from voters in the autism community. Let's start with Dorothy from Nebraska.
1: My name is Dorothy Acklin. Um, I'm 26 years old and I live in Nebraska. And we'll be voting there.
0: <laughs> Dorothy is one of nearly 400 Autism Speaks advocacy ambassadors, representing 46 states and Washington, D.C. Our Advocacy Ambassador Network connects with their local legislators to advocate for issues that are important to the autism community. Next year, our goal is to grow the program to over 400 ambassadors, representing all 50 states and Washington, D.C.
1: I have an early ballot, but I can turn it in on election day, so I have till the third to figure out what I'm doing. Beyond the fact that there's a civic duty of voting and the ability to elect people who hopefully match my points of view or my important issues in Congress and whatnot. I guess trying to create an America that I think is appropriate for my family and whatnot. (laughs) I wanted to help other people with autism be able to better function in the world. You can change the world. Even if you think that one vote doesn't count, it does. It can make a difference. It does make a difference. It's just, you never know what vote's going
0: to matter. Next, you'll hear from Emily and her son, Jimmy. Jimmy has autism, and he just turned 18, so this will be his first time voting.
2: My name is Jimmy. I'll I'll be voting in Oklahoma. And this is Emily, and I'll also be voting in Oklahoma.
0: Emily, how do you feel about... um, jimmy voting for the first time this year
2: um old <laughs> i actually have three children and um, i have a 20 year old too jimmy just turned 18 um on october 23rd so we pre-registered him to vote and i'll be taking two voters with me to the polls um jimmy's really excited to go for his first time he stays um pretty informed and loves politics so uh, we didn't do any early voting or absentee voting because I kind of wanted us to all go together to our designated polling place. And um, he experienced that for the first time. I'll be voting with um, with, with my mom and my brother. So we um, we printed out a sample ballot ahead of... Um, next Tuesday and then we're going he's been practicing and going over that and I think you know a few more times taking a look at that ballot and knowing what to expect that he'll likely go into his booth alone.
0: And Jimmy um, why is it important for you to vote?
2: It's why it's
3: important to me to vote. I, I remember in lifetime I will always be so like well experienced in history politics and especially presidents and around the Years and everything like that, and I and I always thought that voting is a very like it's a very great deal because it makes you a great American citizen. And if you any of you vote, that's definitely one of the biggest like most like fantastic things about America's culture as well. And yeah, I always think about my my relatives and family members that are military veterans. I'm so grateful we had lots of people that fought for us in this country. And, um, yeah, we should all, of course, like, you know, vote because it's, like, one of the biggest things to ever do. And, and yeah, there is one voting because I always want to vote for the politician I truly like and truly agree and want to vote that, that politician to, to win.
0: You and Jimmy have been advocacy ambassadors for Autism Speaks for, is it three years now? Yes. Why did you both want to become ambassadors?
2: Well, I think, you know, it's just important to connect with your federal lawmakers in your state because they vote on such key issues, such as research funding and health care and and the community supports that are in place for Jimmy. And so i like for him to be a part of that process with me as much as possible so they can sort of put a face to a name. Um, You know, for years, I have talked about him in my advocacy, but he's been really young. And now that he is
0: a young man,
2: he has a voice, and so I'm kind of trying to train him up and let him take over the reins soon to advocate for himself.
0: Jimmy, how have you liked doing congressional visits and meeting with staff and, and your local congresspeople?
3: I enjoy it a lot. It's really good experience to like meet lots of them and to and me and my me and my amazing wonderful mom like teach teach all of them about what what autism really is, so they can all like accept it and make and make autism become one of the most like special things and one of the most special things in the world. So we can give all those like. Kids, adults with autism—a and bigger and brighter and wonderful future. Because I mean, we all, of course, deserve a big, brighter, wonderful future. But we all, we, we want to make sure that the people with autism succeed the same way as other people.
2: Policy touches every aspect of our daily life. Um, you can't escape it, and it's important to be informed and engaged. Uh, many of the things that you know may have helped a, a person with autism to the point of turning 18 and be able to vote, like having an IEP and community waivers and um, health care were, you know, put in place by um, our federal lawmakers. So it's important to become engaged in that process and keep and vote for people that will keep those supports and continue to expand them. Um, you know, p- policy making is huge for our community. It, it also infuses a lot of money into research that we is, met, is very needed in our community, and so it's just important to know how uh, your congressional members will vote on autism issues and get involved in that, and let them know who you are.
3: And um, yeah, I definitely think that it's best for every every person with with autism to vote because yeah, I mean, like just think about it. Like our life does matter, and we we are like you know one of the newest people to to have the right to vote and. And yeah, it say if we we people with autism can vote and that's absolutely a great thing. We should keep on doing this throughout throughout the years of the future. Now and, and that definitely gives gives America a really makes America a really special, a wonderful, great place.
0: I think you'll agree after hearing Jimmy's responses that he might just be a future leader in the making. I also spoke with Stephen and his son David, who has autism. They are also Autism Speaks advocacy ambassadors.
4: Well, my, my name is Stephen, and I've already voted, actually. I voted in New York State, early voting, two days ago. Hi, I'm David. I'm aged 19 years old, and I live in Sass in New York. I imagine that many don't realize, you know, my son and I have been talking about this for quite some time as he's reached the age of voting. We've talked about issues of uh government and policies and what's best for society and you know he's also sees what's going on i i can't protect him nor should i try to protect him from everything that's going on in the outside world and he does have views about it and it's a matter of uh, first of all generally as a citizen because uh, it, Individuals, adults with autism are citizens like any other citizen of our of our uh, United States. And secondly, to give voice to their particular feelings about issues that bear directly on them uh, as opposed to others, whether it's special po- uh, policies or um, issues that bear on their needs and uh, what is best for them. And they should certainly just give voice to what they feel to advocate for themselves.
0: David told me one of the issues he's most passionate about is the impact of COVID-19.
4: I really, really want to go back to seeing Broadway again because I want the theater to be back. It has affected movie theaters, it has affected arena shows, coliseums, stadiums, and baseball games, and concerts. Unless we have to stay in our homes, social distance, mm-hmm. cough into your elbow, not your hand, wear a mask, right, and social distance.
0: And David, are you going to um, be advocating with your dad when he? Yep, you are.
4: Yes, I am.
0: Are you excited?
4: You like, I'm excited. Would you like to when I go to meet with our Congress people? our senators and our congresspeople, would you like to go with me to talk to them about what is important to you? Yes. You do, okay, tell Felipe what it would mean to you. It would mean that we must protect our country. And what about for, for, what about for people with autism? What would you like to tell them? That it doesn't matter if we feel different, but we're all special in our unique way.
0: You can learn more about Autism Speaks advocacy efforts by following Autism Speaks Advocacy on social media, and by visiting autismspeaks.org/advocacy. Here's one more great message from David. Uh,
4: no matter funny. if we're different, we're the same no matter what. But we can all be friends.
0: Thank you for listening to this episode of Autism Points of View. Make sure to subscribe to Autism Points of View wherever you listen to podcasts to get new episodes as soon as they're available. This episode was written and produced by me and edited by Chris Skiles. I'd like to thank the incredible advocates you heard from in this episode, and a special thank you to Ali Smith for connecting me with them. I'm Felipe Maya. Thanks for listening.